Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. I am back with another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And today, I think I'm going to blow your mind for two reasons, potentially. Number one, the technology that I'm going to share with you in this episode is pretty mind-blowing that this is possible, although it may seem like something that's been around for a very long time, and in some ways it has, but it's not the same technology that was around, oh, let's just say a decade ago. Thankfully, it's actually a lot improved since then. And the other thing that might potentially be be mind-blowing for you is the fact that I had to put my phone in do not disturb mode again because I am getting text messages from my daughter. The other, that's not going to be mind blowing to you. You might suppose that I do get text messages from my daughter, but that the other part that's going to be potentially mind blowing is that I am going to be talking pretty much for most of this episode about technology related to audio podcasting. No, I am not reverting back to the brand of Podcast Answer Man, but occasionally there's something that happens in the podcasting space that gets me so fired up that I just want to talk to you about it. I still haven't come around and told you about the Rodecaster Pro yet, uh, and that's been very intentional, uh, but I am loving my Rodecaster Pro. That's not what we're talking about in this episode. Instead, I am talking about chapters in your podcast. The ability, if you would like to do so, to split up different sections of your show chapter by chapter so that if you wanted to, you could allow people who are listening to your podcast to jump to very specific parts of the show. For example, maybe you're talking for 18 minutes about something that may not be of interest to someone, and they are thinking, hmm, I don't know if I want to continue to listen to this episode, but if they were able to see a chapter-by-chapter review of what this episode has in it, they could actually see that the next the next title of the next chapter is something that sounds interesting to them. They can click on it and then go straight to that chapter. That is very appealing. Now, I have to give credit where credit is due, and that goes out to Greg Willits. Now, Greg and his wife, Jennifer Willits, have a podcast called Adventures in Imperfect Living. I'm going to put a link to that in this episode. Now, I'm not talking about in the show notes. I'm actually putting a link to Greg and Jennifer's website in the MP3 file that you are download that you have downloaded to listen to this assuming that you're downloading this episode in a podcast player that supports chapters in mp3 files i'll get into more of that in just a moment but uh i just a real quick shout out to greg willits and i'll explain to you how i learned and discovered about this chapter-by-chapter breakdown of episodes and how cool it is but i just wanted to give a shout out to greg willits Uh, Greg and Jennifer over at 
Adventures in Imperfect Living. All right, so you might be thinking, Cliff, come on, this is nothing new. Enhanced podcasts came out back in the earliest days of Apple supporting podcasts, and Yes, they did. I don't, matter of fact, I don't even think enhanced podcasts are still around, although I don't know. And also, I don't care because enhanced podcasts were horrible from the day they started. Now, what, it, what was an enhanced podcast? An enhanced podcast at the time was a specific type of format of a podcast. You had to create it as a Apple, I think it was an M4A file or something like that. It was You could not do it in an MP3, but you could take your audio podcast and you could put it in some special software. Uh, Apple, I think, had a software at the time or there was other software that would allow you to create an Apple-enhanced podcast format and you could do exactly what I'm talking about today. You could create timestamps and chapters. You could give each chapter a title. You could have each chapter could have its own image, and you could even put a link or a URL so that people could click on it right from within the podcast. So, this idea of chapter by chapter breakdown of your podcast episode is not new, it was available in Enhanced back in the day. But here are the reasons why that failed miserably, in my opinion. Well, first and foremost, it was a special format of your file. So, there were many podcast players out there, podcast applications that could not support or even read your M4A file. This was back in the early days. I mean, some of us were downloading podcasts from RSS feeds and transferring them over to just MP3 devices, and many of them did not support M4A. So if you produced your podcast only in this enhanced chapter-by-chapter format of your show, then a majority of people out there at the time could have never played your audio file. Now, uh, a lot has changed since then, and M4A files and, and stuff like that are more acceptable in most players and probably would work with no problem whatsoever, but still, the the I, I think that just fell to the wayside. However, This MP3 file here, and by the way, this is an MP3 file, includes all of that stuff. It includes timestamps, chapter-by-chapter analysis. Each chapter has a title. In fact, right now, uh, I'm in chapter four, and I've decided this ahead of time. Uh, This is chapter four, and it's titled, This is Not the Same as Enhanced Podcast. This is an MP3 file that will work in any standard MP3 file. It'll work in any podcast catching devices. However, now that we're on chapter five, I will tell you that this, these chapters and the custom images and the links and all that other stuff, it doesn't, it's not supported by all podcast players. So the great news about this is that the way that I've done this is it's an MP3 file first and foremost. So this means that Stitcher Radio, you can still listen to me. You can, uh, this podcast is going to go out to Spotify subscribers, but there are no chapters. See, the thing is, is back in the day when they had enhanced podcasts, you had, um, you, if you, if people were subscribed in the Apple Podcasts app, 
then it was fine. So what happened was people would create two different versions of their podcast shows. So you might actually go and do a search for, let's just say if I would have done this back in the day, you would have seen Podcast Answer Man, MP3 edition, or Podcast Answer Man, Enhanced Podcast Edition. And there would be two versions of my show. Now, Okay, so what's the problem about that? Well, what happens if somebody actually has no idea what the difference between an MP3 version and an enhanced version was, and they subscribe to your enhanced version, but they subscribe to it in an RSS feed that doesn't have support for the file type for an enhanced podcast, and they download your thing and it doesn't work, and then they you, you lose that subscriber. Another problem back in the day was that it would split up your download stats. It's like you, you've got... You, some people are subscribed to your enhanced, some are subscribed to your MP3, some people actually listen to podcasts in different ways, and so you might have some people who subscribe to your podcast twice from both feeds. It's really difficult at the time to figure out how many people are downloading your content and having a good accurate number of the size of, or at least a good idea. There's never, by the way, been an accurate number <laughs> reporting of how many people are downloading and or, well, downloading, yes, but how many people are listening to your show is a whole nother story for another time and and one that I probably will never cover uh, on this show moving forward. But I am excited about this chapter by chapter breakdown. Uh, let me go, go back before I talk about uh, what apps support the, the platform uh, I, I, I do want to just talk about Greg Willits in his podcast. So what happened for me is I used the platform Pocket Casts, and I was listening to a most recent episode of their podcast, uh, Adventures in Imperfect Living, and I noticed it in Pocket Casts, while the artwork is full screen on my phone, it says Now Playing, which it always has, and then you can click on Notes, which Notes is just the show notes of whatever has been encoded into the RSS feed for show notes, but then I noticed there's this new tab over here. It says chapters. Now, if you are listening to this podcast in the Pocket Casts app, you should be able to, if you're playing this full screen in the Pocket Cast app, you should see now playing, you should see notes, and click on that little tab that says chapters. And we are in chapter five of this podcast. The chapter five of this podcast, what apps support chapters? And I saw this with Greg Willits and I'm like, wow, he, and the most recent episode of his podcast had 30 different chapters. And it says opening theme was chapter one, the show rundown, chapter two, chapter three was the origin of the new theme because uh, they, they just got a new theme for the opening of their podcast. Jeff Smith, theme songs and early podcasting. By the way, I can also see that that was a 16-minute chapter or that, that that was a 16-minute segment of a show. And then there were, diff I mean, just tons of different topics covered in that one show, which allowed Greg Willits to all of a sudden have the freedom in his own mind to create a show that's now over two hours long and not feel bad because those who have an app that supports chapters, they don't have to listen to all two hours. If they, if you get to a place in his podcast where he's going on for 16 minutes about something that you're not interested in or 27 minutes about uh, Tiny Habits by James Clear, James Clear, 
where he gives his review and his insights from Atomic Habits. If you've heard 15 other podcasters talk about this podcast or this book before, you can actually skip that chapter and go straight to the next chapter. Or maybe you're not just a maybe you're not a fan of listening to other people's audio feedback included in the show. You can skip right past all of that. I love this. This is so cool. And I love that Greg Willis did this. However, since we're in this chapter five, what apps support chapters? Not all apps support chapters. So I can tell you for a fact that Spotify does not support chapters. So if you're subscribed to me and you're listening to me right now inside of Spotify, unfortunately, you do not have the ability to chat to skip to the next chapter, which is going to be what can be included in chapters. I'm going to get to that in just a few moments. But you can't jump straight to it if you're listening to me in Spotify. That's okay. The good news is, unlike an enhanced podcast, you still have you still have the ability to listen to me straight through just like any other MP3 version of the podcast. Also, I don't know about Stitcher. I My assumption is that it would not work in Stitcher, but I could be completely wrong. If you're listening to this in Stitcher and there are chapter supports, uh, supported chapters there, let me know. I didn't take the time to look at that ahead of time. But I did confirm that my top three suggestions for podcast players do support chapters. And I'm going to tell you about my favorite top three apps for subscribing to podcasts on iOS. Two of, or one of them is available also on Android. My number one podcast playing Uh, application is Pocket Casts, all right? And I'm just going to see if I can pull this up here. Pocket, yeah, it's pocketcastsplural.com. Now, if you, and it's free now. It used to be a small fee, and now it's free, and I think they may, do they they have a pro version that you can get or a, a, a subscription? I can't remember uh, yeah, they have Pocket Cast Plus, and what do you get with Pocket Cast Plus? You get a desktop app, you get cloud storage for some of your own MP3 files, you get different themes and icons, so you can do dark mode if you want. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, here's what I can tell you, and that's nine, it's 10 bucks a year, and I pay 10 bucks a year for Pocket Cast Plus. Uh, Pro, or actually, I think I got it for free forever because I was I had already paid for the paid version of Pocket Cast. But if you're brand new to Pocket Cast, you can use Pocket Casts for free. You just won't be able to change the theme or upload your own MP3 files to their cloud storage. It it it's worthwhile for me to do that, and I might talk about that in just a few moments when I get to a future chapter. Which let me tell you. Um, it, that's going to be in chapter eight of this podcast, which is going to be titled how I might use this with audio digital products. So if you want to go just straight to chapter eight, you could do that. If you're in an app that supports it like pocket casts, pocket cast is by far the best podcasting application. In my opinion, I love pocket cast. There's only one drawback, only one thing I despise about Pocket Cast, and that is that they sync all of the podcast episodes on their servers, and if if I publish a podcast episode right now, there is no way for me to instantly go into Pocket Cast and, and, and refresh the feed instantly. I have to wait until Pocket Cast's servers 
goes and checks my RSS feed again. So it could be it could be as much as 15, 20 minutes before that shows up in my Pocket Casts application. They do that because a lot of people are subscribed to tons of podcasts, and they, you know, there. If you could use an app called Downcast, I do not use Downcast. I, by the way, I have not even checked to see if Downcast supports uh, chapters. It probably does. I, I have no idea though, because I, I, I don't like the user interface of Downcast personally, but. What I can tell you is Downcast allows you to manually uh, refresh your podcast feeds. So if you're subscribed to the Cliff Ravenscraft show and and I tell you, hey, I just published this on Twitter or something like that, you could instantly open up your app and it could be set to instantly refresh every time you open the app. And potentially, if you're subscribed to 60 different podcasts, it might actually try to up to go out and search the RSS feeds for 60 different podcast shows that you're subscribed to, which can take a lot of time and and cause your phone to use up a lot of resources. Our phones are pretty fast today. Personally, I don't think it's a big issue. I wish Pocket Cast would allow us direct RSS feed subscriptions. Now, with that being said, there's some other reasons why they probably do server-side besides caching of all of that stuff on the servers. A lot of it probably has to do with the fact that that also allows them to sync your playback on all the different devices. Uh, so I can sign into Pocket Cast on my iPad or even the desktop or even the web. There's web versions, all of this stuff. Um, so I could pick up where I left off in a podcast episode. I never use that functionality, but okay. Pocket Cast, I mean, seriously, if you can't wait 15 minutes for a new podcast to actually finally show up into your player within 20 minutes of them releasing in the podcast episode, then okay, then I'm just going to recommend you probably go over to either, I I think Overcast allows you direct, anyway, it doesn't matter. Pocket Cast is what I recommend. Um, The second podcast that, uh, or podcasting playing application that does support chapters that I would recommend. It's it is definitely a secondary recommendation after Pocket Cast is Overcast. Now I'm not I'm pretty sure that Overcast has a free version, if not completely free, 100%. I think there might be some uh, access there for you to donate to the the person who develops it and stuff like that. Overcast is a pretty decent player. And I actually do have a premium version of Overcast as well that I pay for, and that's because it has also cloud storage that you can upload files to. And again, in chapter eight, I will tell you why I make use of this cloud storage where you can upload your own audio files into these apps. Now, there is one drawback to Overcast. An Overcast drawback is that there is no video podcasts. So I unfortunately cannot subscribe to the video version of uh, This Week in Tech or Mac Break Weekly, which are my two uh, or video podcasts that I subscribe to. Actually, I'm also subscribed to iPad OS and I'm also subscribed to the Apple Keynotes podcast. So there's actually several different video podcasts that I'm subscribed to. Now, I can subscribe to those podcast feeds in Overcast, but I will only hear the audio. There will be no video. And I don't know why he doesn't support video in Overcast, but that's just what it is. And it's the only reason why Overcast is not my 
primary app. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Overcast does allow me to refresh and instantly see an episode uh, for, that I would release. So I don't think it's server-side caching on those on those feeds. But Pocket Cast supports chapters. Overcast supports chapters. That's awesome. If you don't want to use Pocket Cast, if you don't want to use Overcast, you can... <laughs> And it's and in my opinion, I, I would actually probably say go look for four or five other podcast apps that might support chapters uh, before reverting to the dreaded, disgusting, absolutely horrendous Apple Podcasts app. Now, I don't know if you can tell, but not a fan. <laughs> I apologize if you're using the Apple Podcast app. It means nothing against you. It's just me personally. I I used to love the Apple Podcast app. It used to be amazing. But boy, they did a UI change on it. And the, the way that you have to f- flitter around and function around in, in these different, in, in, to get to different places in the app and what is listened to, what hasn't been listened to, and all this other stuff. It's just... My brain doesn't operate the way the person who designed that app uh, for it to look. So, I, yeah, I'm not a fan personally. But here's what I can tell you is that chapters are supported. So if you're listening to me right now in Pocket Casts, Overcast, Apple Podcast app, you would be able to jump around and see all of these chapters. Now, the next chapter here is chapter six, which we have just entered into, and that is what can be included in chapters. So if I, if you haven't picked up on it already, one, I can timestamp, and that allows me to say, hey, at, oh gosh, I don't know, let's just say I'm 21 minutes into the episode, and 38 seconds, I can say, hey, I want to start a chapter right here. And this chapter will uh, last for this period of time. Let's just say I'm going to, this chapter lasts for three minutes and 48 seconds. And so that's, I, I can put timestamps in. Now, you can do that manually using the software, which I'll tell you about in just a few moments, which if we want to just jump straight to that, um, I can tell you that that is going to be chapter nine, how to create a podcast with chapters using forecast. So if you want to jump straight there, you could skip what I'm saying right now. So timestamps and duration, you could add those manually inside a forecast, not recommended. And I'll tell you how I've done it based upon what I heard from Greg Willits. Thank you, Greg Willits for telling me how you've done it, which allowed me to instantly go and figure all this stuff out as well. Uh, you can include a chapter title. So instead of just having one and then just letting people jump to different timestamps, you can easily look at the chapter titles and see what those little sec- segments of the show are about. You can include a link to a URL if you want. So for example, back in chapter three, when I gave a shout out to Greg Willits, if you go back to chapter three, you'll be able to see that there is a link there. uh, And that shows up in different ways in different applications. So it looks different in Apple. And I'm gonna talk about what it looks like in each platform in chapter seven of this podcast. I know this is getting confusing. I'm geeking out, I'm having fun. If you're not enjoying this, you can jump to a different chapter or you can skip this episode altogether. 
Anyway, but you can include links. So if you if you want to see what a link like looks like, go back to chapter three, or you could skip forward to chapter eleven, uh, where I talk about the audio journal. There will be a link there as well. And I'm, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to also put a link in chapter twelve. I wonder if I can t- do a mail to link. And and by the way, this may or may not work. It just occurred to me to do this. But in chapter 12, I'm going to try to put a mail to link to email Cliff. All right. And that, that will be related to chapter 12. All right, but we're still in chapter six. So what can be included? A timestamp and duration, a chapter title, a link URL, and you could have a custom image. Now, for those of you who have been listening to this podcast via Apple Podcast app, Pocket Casts, or Overcast, if you've been looking at your podcast player in whatever full screen mode, there should have been a different image with each chapter that you've been hearing. So, for example, there's there's a special image that's showing on the screen specifically for this chapter what can be included in chapters and and I don't I haven't decided yet what images I'm going to put but there will be different images there and now that we're moving on to chapter number 7 what does it look like in each platform now what I can do is I can tell you what it looks like in Pocket Cast. So I've pulled up Greg and Jennifer Willett's podcast, The Adventures in Perfect in Imperfect Living. And if I pull up their episode, I see now playing notes and then chapters. Now I happen to be on the opening theme and I notice it's got their artwork here and there is on the on the display of the artwork, there is a little link icon. And if I click that, I can see that it's ta- it says it's trying to take me to gregandjennifer.com. And it's telling me that Safari can't open that link right now, and that's because I'm in airplane mode because I was getting a text from my daughter when the uh, podcast started there. But if I go over and I click on chapters, I can also see a list of all the chapters. So at chap- I can see that chapter one, it does say opening theme, and it's got the little hyperlink icon there. And so if I want to, I can click on the little hyperlink right from the chapter listing, and I can see how many chapters, for example, in Greg and Jennifer's podcast, I see chapter four with uh, talking about Greg J- or uh, Joy. <laughs> Jeff Smith. Uh, I can see that Jeff Smith, uh, there's a link to his podcast. There's uh, in chapter five, they recorded a video of them on YouTube reacting for the very first time to the new theme song for their podcast. It's a really cool video. And matter of fact, I'll go ahead and link that here. So if I remember to put that link there, matter of fact, I better put that down. So I'm going to put a link to Greg and Jennifer watching that. Where is that at? Where? Uh, so I'm on, what does it look like for? Okay, link to video of Greg and Jennifer. So there will be a link right now. You should be able to click on a link to see the video of Greg and Jennifer reacting to their new theme song created by Jeff Smith. 
All right, so yeah, and then of course I, I do see the titles and I can jump through, and all I have to do is I can click on any individual chapter and it takes me specifically to that place inside of the app, or if I want to, in the chapter listing, I can click on the link. Now, if I'm not in the chapters thing, I, I can be in the artwork view or the now playing view of Pocket Casts, and it's just showing me whatever image is currently on the screen. And the cool thing is, is that there is right below the uh, right below the artwork, there are some left and right icons. And those left and right icons actually navigate me through the various chapters in this podcast. And the cool thing is, is in Pocket Cast, the little icon to the right has a little, it, it's got like a countdown or a progress indicator that kind of shows me how much time is left in that cha- chapter based upon the percentage of that amount of time, that that duration. So for example, it's currently doing chapter 12, which is one minute. And it's now been playing for about 15 seconds because I can see that it's one quarter of the way through that chapter. I'm able to see that even without it telling me all this stuff, but still below, I still see the total duration of the podcast. This is really cool stuff. And by the way, each chapter, well, not every chapter has its own artwork, but you can have individual artwork for each chapter. And he does have artwork for each chapter. It's just some of it's just back to the show artwork. Anyway, very cool stuff. Now, if I open this up and I go to the Overcast app and I pull up his podcast, I'm gonna just pull up Adventures in Imperfect Living. And when I do that, now the thing is, is on the actual playback of the episode, it does show the artwork. And I do see that underneath the artwork, if there's a link, it actually, instead of showing it just a link icon like Podcast does, it actually has the title of the chapter and the title of the chapter is clickable, which means that it's got a hyperlink that it'll send you to if you click the chapter title. Now, to the left of uh, the the indicator there uh, is a little icon that will take you to the chapters section. And there's a little uh, forward indicator which can advance you through the various chapters as well. Um, So, of course, you have to kind of really be inside of these applications to see what I'm talking about. But I do want to pull up Pocket or the Apple Podcast app and tell you what it looks like there as well. So, if I go to Apple Podcasts app and let's see, I'm going to do up next and I'm going to click on the most recent podcast and I'm going to try to double click on it. So I got it in what's in now full direct, I don't know what you call this view, but it's the view where the artwork is front and center, uh, the, the duration of the podcast is right below it, and it's got the title and all that stuff. It's episode 315, Minimal Viable Catholicism. Uh, I'm not going to go into why somebody like myself who's not a Catholic listens to a Catholic podcast. That's that's That maybe is another uh, topic for another podcast someday, but I, I love listening to their podcast. And I love it even more now that I can actually skip to specific sections of the show and 
it just really cool that you did this, Greg. It's awesome. All right. So, but here's how you can get to the chapters of the podcast in the Apple Podcasts app. So I'm looking at the artwork. I see the play and the fast forward 30 second button, the rewind 15 second button, play, pause, volume control. And then I scroll down and I see episode notes, which by the way, I can either show or hide. And so I'm just going to click hide on episode notes. And then there's chapters, which you can show or hide, and then there's playing next. So if there are chapters, you should see a section that says chapters. And if it's not showing you the chapters right now, this podcast episode in the Apple Podcast app, click show and you will see the chapters. Now, I noticed that in Pocket Cast, it gives chapter numbers uh, just by default, whereas in uh, Greg's chapter, the actual chapters that he gave, he did not number the chapters. So it just gives the titles here in the Apple Podcast apps. So which tells me I may choose to put, even though Pocket Cast is going to say 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, I still may do 01, 02, 03, 04, uh, just so that I also have chapter numbers. So I can tell you, hey, you could skip straight to uh, what did I say it was? How you how you can if you want to know how you can do this, you can skip straight to chapter nine. Whereas you wouldn't be able to do that in the Apple Podcast app if you don't actually include the number O nine or nine in the chapter description. So little little note for you there. But anyway, so that's how you find the chapters in the pod, Apple Podcasts app. So that's what it looks like in those three apps. There are certainly other podcast apps, I'm sure, that actually support chapters. I didn't even know this existed uh, until I discovered this through Greg Willits. So anyway, that's what it looks like. All right, what do I have next? This is chapter eight. How might I use this with digital products? First of all, am I going to use this in my own podcast? Do I have that on here? That's going to be chapter 10. So whether or not will I use chapters like I'm doing in this podcast episode in the future. If you want to know my thoughts on that, you can skip straight to chapter 10 if you'd like. I will get there. But right now, what I want to tell you is why I'm excited about this, whether I choose to use chapters or not. I'm excited because I might use this with digital audio products. I have been contemplating for quite some time creating my own version of some products call, uh, that, that are mindset related, some other coaching products and other programs that might be, I don't know, 15 hours long. Just imagine this, an MP3 file that is 15 hours in length. Now, that may sound crazy. Well, it's not that crazy. Uh, the, I have actually purchased audiobooks from Audible, and there are some of those books that are 32 hours in length. And it's a single audio file in the Audible format. And yeah, those things are like, it might be a couple hundred megabytes for that one audio file from Audible especially if you do what I do in Audible, which is to download it in the highest quality format possible, which I do. And so I download that file, and of course, they have the different chapters. And one of the nice things about 
the Audible app is when listening to audiobooks, and the same is true with most podcast players, is if you get 33 minutes and two seconds into uh, listening to it, and you stop, you can close the app, come back later, whether it's hour, minutes, hours, days, weeks, or even months or years later, you can pick up right where you left off in that file, even if it's a 32-hour audio file on Audible. Well, if I have a 16-hour audio program called Free the Dream or How to Achieve a Mindset to Achieve Anything You Want or whatever, I just, whatever my audio thing, I don't have to go through Audible to give somebody a single audio file with chapter by chapter breakdown where people can, it's like, hey, if you've purchased this audio product from me in MP3 format, which has been tagged and the chapters have been added by me, I've already suggested that you listen to that file either in the premium version of Overcast or the premium version of Pocket Cast, which is where I would recommend people do it, probably in Pocket Cast, because I like Pocket Cast more than Overcast. But anyway, either one of those tools, if you are listening to my audio program, I just wanna encourage you to just go straight to chapter 10 and listen to that. I could be talking to people and somebody might email me a client or a mastermind member. It's like, I tell you what, Go to the program that you purchased, or if it's a Next Level Mastermind member, I may have given them free access to that product, and say, listen, you want what you need based upon your hot seat, I really recommend that you listen to chapter 10 and chapter 13 of that product. I Just listen to those two chapters, and then come back and tell me what insights you got from that and any additional questions you might have. I love that I could do this. Oh my gosh, I am super excited. Matter of fact, I may create my own application for my own products that just is nothing more than a than it says, hey, you've purchased this product, you have access to this, and, and an app that just supports chapters. However, Pocket Cast have designed it or Overcast, I may create an app that it makes it super easy for people who have purchased my own products. But until then, knowing that Pocket Cast and Overcast support MP3s with chapters like this, Oh my gosh, this is so incredibly awesome. All right, so uh, that's, I, I'm definitely thinking about, I, I've, it's, it's, I've been working in the background on some pretty exciting things, things that I've not been talking about here in the Cliff Ravenscraft show, things that I do talk about in the audio journal. Uh, by the way, if you don't know about the audio journal, make sure you don't skip a number a chapter number 11 today because there's a lot of stuff you guys are not getting in this podcast. I hope that you're enjoying this podcast every week that I publish it, but it, you are not getting the, the some of the best stuff that I have to offer. I mean, this, I, I'm giving you great stuff here, but there's 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 way more that I would love to share with you. It just doesn't make sense to share it. If you want to know why I don't share everything with you here in this podcast, then check out chapter 11 in this podcast titled The Audio Journal. I'll explain in detail why you don't get some of the best stuff and it and why it's not because I'm trying to hold back the best for those who pay for it. I it, it, Listen to chapter 11, you'll find out. All right, so we're going to move on now to chapter 9 how to create a podcast with chapters using an app called Forecast, all right? That's F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T, Forecast. 
By the way, the creator of this software, and, and again, shout out to Greg Willits, uh, link in episode or in chapter number three of this podcast, credit to Greg Willits. But here we are, we're in chapter nine, how to create a podcast chapter, how to create podcast chapters within your podcast. I'm gonna give you a step-by-step guide. By the way, I am not the podcast answer man anymore. So I'm going to ask you to do me a favor don't send me emails with small, you know, little quick questions about the technical aspects about how to do this. If you are a Next Level Mastermind member, by all means, reach out to me. You know that I will support you in any way with all the things that I have to offer. If you are a Next Level Mastermind member, you can ask me. I, I will be happy to share with you and walk you through the technical aspects of this. If you're one of my one-on-one coaching clients, uh, I'm happy to help you with, with this. But by the way, if you're just if you want to hire me just for one-on-one coaching, I will help you, but I can promise you that you will be paying a whole lot more for my one-on-one coaching than what you would typically expect to pay for just some technical podcast advice, which is why I am no longer the podcast answer man. It is why I am the mindset answer man. So, if you want to la- learn how you can radically transform your life, and how you can achieve things you previously thought were impossible, how to stop procrastinating, all of that stuff, then yeah, you can hire me as a one-on-one coach or you can join the Next Level Mastermind, spend a day with me, all kinds of other options. In fact, you can learn how to spend an entire day with me in chapter 12 of this podcast coming up. See, I love I love this chapter of the stuff. But I, I'm just going to ask you if you just have a quick question about how you, you're you're having technical issues with how to implement these chapters. I'm going to say go look it up. See if you can't find somebody in a in one of the many different places where there are thousands of podcasters gathered who know how to do this stuff. I just I I, I just don't spend time doing the the technical aspects of podcasting anymore. But I am going to give you a very thorough step-by-step summary of how to do this, and most people will be able to figure out how to do it by this advice alone. Again, if you're Next Level Mastermind member, one-on-one coaching client, I will be glad to walk you through any of this stuff, as I would be glad to help you with any and every area of life from anything that I have to offer. So, here we go, how to do it. Number one, the main piece of software, again, is called Forecast. And here's how I found it. By the way, Greg Willits uh, sent me that type, the name of the software, and all I did was typed in Forecast Space Podcast in Google, and that took me to overcast.fm slash forecast, which, by the way, guess what? If you're watching this in a player that supports chapters, I am now uh, making a note here that I am going to add that URL. So now, if you're listening to this in the podcast, you just click on the link uh, wherever that happens to be, in w- and it depends on which software you're using, but you should have a link that'll take you straight to overcast.fm slash forecast. All right, now, here's what you can do. You can add, like I said, you can do everything you wanna do in forecast you can open up your audio file in forecast i do not recommend that you open up your i would recommend that you do this before you convert to mp3 if you can record in wave it's going to be the best thing that you can do and then you can you can bring your wave file into here and the reason why is because as soon as you import audio in here it's going to convert 
your audio file to an MP3 file, and it's gonna use what's called the lame encoder, and I'll get to that in just a little bit. But, um, so don't, don't take an already encoded MP3 file and then drag it in here. It will drastically reduce the quality of your podcast. So, if you, if you bring your WAV file in, you can add the uh, timestamps manually. That would, I'd much rather go have a root canal than to do that manually. Uh, if, you on, if you're on the website for forecast over at overcast.fm slash forecast, it says here, note, forecast is still in a beta. It has been tested and used in production for two years, but the interface is still a bit rough. Feedback is welcome in the Overcast Slack group. And yes, the the interface for adding timestamps and duration, it's atrocious. I would not recommend that you add your timestamps there. Now, everything else you can do. So here's what I would recommend. Here's what I have done. So let me share with you here. Uh, uh, first and foremost, I you want to add timestamps by adding markers to your file. Now, I happen to be using the Roadcaster Pro. The Roadcaster Pro has the ability to add markers to your file, but I want to let you know that your markers that you add inside the Roadcaster Pro will not show up in the Forecast app made by these overcast by the developer of overcast and the reason why is because when you add a marker inside of the roadcaster pro it does not give that marker a title there is no chapter or marker description title or anything inside of there now this is something i have no doubt in my mind that myself or maybe a a bunch of us could reach out to the developers, uh, the people who develop and create the Roadcaster Pro, and tell them, say, hey, we love that you added the feature for markers. In the next software release, the next firmware update, can you please make it so that when a marker is created, that it also adds a, a title for that marker, even if it's just one, two, three, four? Because if you could do that, it would make it, this whole process a lot simpler. Although I will tell you, I was going to attempt to add markers to this podcast as I was doing it, and that was way too much distraction for me. Uh, so I, I, even if that was available, I have determined I'm not going to do that. I do like the idea of creating in my mind an outline of what chapters are going to be ahead of time. For example, I know that I'm still inside of chapter nine right now of this podcast, and I like that, but when I was trying to hit that marker and, and all of that stuff, it was taking me out of the flow, and so I'm just gonna go in and add these chapter uh, titles, or add the markers afterwards. So here's what I'm doing. I'm recording this file right now into my Roadcaster Pro. It's recording as a WAV file. I will drag that WAV file off the SD card over into my computer, and then I will open up the WAV file in Adobe Audition. Now, I'm pretty sure that you could do this inside of Audacity. I don't know. I, I'm no longer the podcast answer man. I, I, I'm, I, I'm sure you could figure that out, but I'm just telling you how I'm doing it. So I open it up in Adobe Audition, which you have to pay for a subscription to Adobe to be able to have this software. I love Adobe Audition. I've been using it for years. 
it, the subscription alone is worth it for Adobe Audition. So I love that it's the software I use. So I open up the WAV file in Adobe Audition. And then what I will do is I will go into the different sections of the file from beginning to end. And in the different sections, I will just hit M or the whatever M automatically adds a marker wherever the time, uh, wherever the playhead is in the file. So I will put a I will put a little, uh, at the very beginning of the file, right before the jingle plays, I will hit M and it will have marker number one. And then I will go to where chapter two should start and I will put the playhead there and I will hit M and it'll put chapter two. It'll put, or it'll put a marker two. It's not chapters in, in it, they're called markers inside of Adobe Audition. Now, uh, what'll happen is after I do that, after I add those markers, I can go in and there's a section inside of Adobe Audition where it has different metadata and you can actually see those markers. And so once you get into those markers, you can go in and double click on one, two, three, four, and five, marker one, marker two, marker three. And what you can do is double click on it. And if you want, you could add chapter descriptions there uh, or chapter titles. You can name the markers is what I'm saying. All right, so if you name those markers, you can do it there. All right, um, then what I do is once I've finished editing the file, the markers are exactly where I want them to be. I've titled the markers inside of Adobe Audition, which by the way, you don't have to title them inside of Adobe Audition. It just makes a lot of sense for me to title them there rather than doing it in the forecast software because the forecast software does not allow you to play any section of the audio of that file to find out what those sections should be titled. So that's why I'm doing the titling of the markers inside of Adobe Audition. That way I can play a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, that, that this is the place where that should be and this should be the title of it. All right, so once I have added the markers and gave them titles, now I want to save that wave file to my desktop. All right, I'm gonna save it as a wave file. That's when I'm going to open up the forecast app. And once I open up the forecast app, I'm going to click import auto audio, and I'm going to import that wave file that I just created. Now, when you do that, I'm looking at the software here. Uh, there, you're gonna see a section at the top that says podcast title. For example, this one would be the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And it's gonna say episode title. And this one would, mine would actually say TCRS 636 hyphen chapters in podcasts, question mark. And then summary, if I wanted to, I could write some show notes summary there. I don't necessarily ever really do that because most apps don't show that anywhere. Uh, but if you wanted to, you could put a little summary there. And then there's drag or drop artwork here. I do recommend that you go ahead and take your overall show artwork and drag it onto that box that says drop artwork here. All right. Now, the artwork will be overridden, however, throughout the episode if you include artwork for each individual chapter in the apps that support chapters. All right, so for example, what I've done is I, I've actually pulled up a little uh, file that, that has markers inside of it. 
And what you're going to do is you're going to see in the forecast app, you're going to see all the timestamps already there. The start times for each of these chapters is already listed. The duration is already calculated for you because you did the markers inside of Adobe Audition and it already knew where it started and it and it already knew how much duration was between the start of that marker and the start of the next marker. So the duration's already grayed out and figured out for you. Um, and of course, uh, you can, it looks like you can check and uncheck things and do your own durations, but don't, don't, don't just, if you do the things that I, the way that I say, just leave everything checked the way it is. And then you see your chapter titles. Now, if you've done the th things the way that I suggested, you should see the chapter titles are already written out for you. Now, you might wanna double check them, make sure that they look the way that you want. You can change the chapter title here if you'd like to, but assuming you did it well in Adobe Audition, you should be fine. Then, if individual chapters, might, if it makes sense for you and you maybe mentioned a URL or a website during a specific chapter, you can click on that particular chapter and you can double click into the box where it says link URL and you can type in HTTP colon slash slash whatever the URL is. And I just don't know if, if the mail to will work at the end of this. Uh, what chapter did I say that was going to be? Uh, in chapter 12, you can sh you can check out chapter 12 and see if the link actually does a mail to link. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, matter of fact, if you want, you can click the the mail to link and say, "Hey, Cliff, it worked." And you can send me an email. Uh, anyway, but you can add a link URL to any individual chapter, and then over to the right, you're going to see a tab that says image, and it's just going to have like a, a little. It's going to have a, like a little. Uh, a, an arrow pointing down and it doesn't look like there's anything you can do because I click on it. It doesn't open up a little finder window to, to find an image and attach it. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Just find your images. So far, I know it works with PNG files and it definitely works with JPEGs and you can just get any images that you want. Make sure you have copyright to use them. If you, if you want to find some images, a uh, special shout out to Father Roderick Von Hogan for reminding me about Pixel Bay, which is absolutely free images. That's over at P-I-X-A, it's Pixabay, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y.com, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y.com. I'm not going to have a URL to that because this chapter already has a URL to um, whatchamacallit. Uh, to, to forecast, and I already chose my chapter numbers ahead of time, but Pixabay is a great place to get images. You can actually chat, you can drag and drop all of those images over top of those arrows for each of the thing, and you'll see the little images there. When you're finished, just hit file and hit save, and it'll, it'll give you the option to uh, uh, modify the file name, and it's gonna save it as an MP3 file. By the way, one major drawback to this software, it's using the lame MP3 encoder. Now, I'm no longer the podcast answer man, and I don't need to explain to you all of the ins and outs about MP3 encoding and stuff like that, but let me just tell you this. I don't care how large the file is. I recommend that you go into the drop-down menu and change it to 160 kilobits per second or 160 kbps. Uh, it's it's not going to be the greatest audio quality. It's not going to be terrible, but I will tell you this, 
you choose 96 kbps if it's a stereo file or if you choose 64 kbps as a mono file your your podcast is not going to sound good it's not matter of fact um well no i just won't go there just i don't your your files will be larger but hey, we live in a day where, trust me, every, most everyone in the world has some pretty decent bandwidth. People are downloading podcasts, it, it, so it takes up a little bit more space. Just trust me, if you're going to use any software that uses the lame encoder, and boy, what an appropriate name for it, uh, <laughs> just use the highest uh, kilobits per second uh, available inside the software. 160 kbps so once you do that hit save it will save 160 kilobytes per second mp3 file with your podcast title episode title summary your podcast artwork and all of the chapter information including chapter artwork including link urls all in the resulting mp3 file that i would save on my desktop and then move wherever i want to then you just upload that to your media host like you normally would, whether it's Libsyn or wherever you host your MP3 files. By the way, I don't know if uh, I don't know if an MP3 file hosted on on um, I don't know if an MP3 file hosted on Anchor will work because I don't know if they re-encode anything there. I haven't tested this with the Anchor platform, but uh, I use Libsyn, so I know this is coming to you from Libsyn. They're not modifying my MP3 file in any way. So if you are subscribed to this podcast episode here, listening to this in the Apple Podcasts app, Pocket Casts, and also Overcast, I know for a fact you're able to see all this chapter information. Alrighty, so uh, let's see here. That is, that's step by step. That's how you create a podcast with chapters using forecast. All right, chapter 10. Will I use chapters moving forward in my podcasts? Well, first of all, I can tell you that I will not be using it over the next three episodes. So episodes 630, uh, 637 through 638 um, or 639, I, I have, anyway, the next couple episodes all the way through March 13th will not have chapters. And the reason why is those have already been recorded, they've already been processed, they've already been scheduled and rescheduled because of this episode. I'll talk about that in chapter 13 uh, titled The Problems with Pre-Recording Content Ahead of Time. Anyway, uh, so the next several episodes will not use chapters. Where I think it makes sense, if I'm going to do a podcast where I'm going to be talking about a lot of different topics, then I might include chapters. Uh, I, but mm, it, it adds a bit of extra work. And I, again, I, I love that Greg and Jennifer are currently doing the chapters, their shows, they're intending to change the format of their show, they're going to include a lot of stuff, um, they're, they're going to go back to talking about a lot of just random family things here and there, which some of those things I'm really interested in, uh, then they're going to talk about a bunch of different topics in a single show. And it just, it makes a lot of sense for them to do that. And it gives them a freedom and flexibility saying, hey, if you guys want to be able to jump around, here are some apps that you can do that support these chapters and you can jump around to different sections of the show. 
Or in their show notes, they're making a point to put timestamps in as well, just in case somebody really wants to listen to their show, I guess maybe something like in something like Spotify or another app that doesn't support chapters. At least in the show notes, they can see where to skip to to find the next section of the show. Uh, so they're also putting those timestamps in to their show notes, which is pretty cool of them to do that. I don't think that I will go through that process here in this podcast. All right, so anyway, will I use it moving forward in my podcasts? I don't know that I will. This really doesn't excite me so much for this podcast, although I am doing it here for this podcast just to show you what's possible, and I realize some of you might find this very interesting, and some of you may just like go really overboard on over-chaptering your your podcast episodes. Feel free to do so, especially those of you who have segments. You know, I'm thinking my friend Chris Pavone. Chris Pavone, I'm not suggesting you do this, but Chris Pavone has segments of his show. He's got his quote of the week. He's got his, you know, happy life, happy happy wife, happy life segment, and he's got the main segment. Um, Anyway, I, I don't know that that I would recommend this for a lot of people, but there, there's definitely use cases. Will I use it moving forward? I don't know. Well, time will only tell, but I can tell you right now, all the way through March 13th after this episode, the episodes that I've got have already been pre-recorded and scheduled and they don't have chapters in them. All right, chapter 11, here we go. The audio journal. I wanna just take a moment just out of this podcast episode and tell you about the audio journal. If you haven't heard about the audio journal, the audio journal is a podcast that I created because I love to share so much about what's going on in my life, personally and professionally. I have always wanted to share an authentic, transparent approach to all the things that are going on in my life. Not, not that I share everything. Uh, I mean, you don't need to know every day what I had for lunch and, you know, how many bowel movements I had. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's not that much. But, you know, the thing is, I do love to talk about, man, here's something that I've really been experiencing when it comes to the changes in my diet. For example, I started the ketogenic lifestyle back in May of 2019, and I did. I I I wanted to share what that journey was like. And you know, for the first week that I was on the ketogenic lifestyle, I recorded four or five different episodes sharing, "Hey, here's what it's like after three days. This is what my experience has been on the ketogenic lifestyle. What is the ketogenic lifestyle? Here's what I've learned since the last time I recorded. Here's how I'm uh, dealing with this." And 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 so there's been many different episodes of the audio journal where I have talked about the ketogenic lifestyle, the the ketogenic diet, which I'm still on today. And I talk about OMAD from time to time, which is one meal a day. I talk about books that I'm reading. Like I'm currently I'm in a very deep study of hypnotherapy. Now I have talked a little bit about that here in the Cliff Ravenscraft show, but it doesn't make sense for me to come here every week and have a show about a, a podcast episode talking to you about the latest things I'm learning about hypnotherapy. Uh, that's not what the purpose of this podcast is about. However, in the uh, in a recent episode of the Audio Journal, which I'm going to look up right now, uh, hold on one second, I'm just looking over here into my Dropbox folder. In episode 144, released on February 18th, I did an episode titled, My Latest Thoughts on Hypnotherapy. I finished reading the book uh, by Dr. A.M. Krasner, titled The Wizard Within. 
I have also downloaded a couple other books and have read through some of that material. And I have been incorporating some things such as the power of suggestion, uh, auto-suggestion, and just various different things. And for example, I talk about in episode 144 specifically how I have actually programmed myself to wake up at 4 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, without the need for an alarm. Now, I still set an alarm on my watch for 4 a.m., which I talk about in this episode, but I can tell you right now, if you wanna learn how I actually have conditioned my body to wake me up without an alarm, I woke up at 3.58, 3.54, 3.47, whatever, because I'm like, listen, by 4 a.m., I am up and I'm wide awake, I'm full of energy, and I'm out the door to the gym by 4.30 in the morning. That's, That's my routine right now. How did I actually do that, like, seemingly overnight? I talk about that in episode 144. These kind of things, some of that is of interest to many of you, but it's not necessarily the kind of content that makes sense for me to put out in the Cliff Ravenscraft show, where this show is my professional show that is that represents who I am as my brand in the work in the professional space. The mindset answer man, Cliff Ravenscraft, this content on a weekly basis is what I want to represent who I am and how I show up in the world on a professional basis. The type of work that I do, the the kinds of value that I can bring to your life. And, you know, occasionally I can talk to you about fitness and health here in the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. But do you need multiple episodes on those topics? Absolutely not. It does it make sense for me to sit here and talk about, you know, what am I experiencing on day 15 of the ketogenic lifestyle in the Cliff Ravenscraft show? No, it didn't because that content, if somebody, if you were to refer a friend of yours and say, man, you really should listen to Cliff Ravenscraft show. He's really awesome. He's got great content. There's always something inspirational. There's just something the way that he sees the world. It just gets you excited about life. Check it out. It's called the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, imagine you tell a friend of yours that. They go find my show, and they download the most recent episode, and I spend 25 minutes talking about um, how I am feeling, you know, energy-wise as it relates to being on this ketogenic diet for 15 days and and what I learned about electrolytes as a result of it. It's like, is that really something they're gonna be interested in if they have no idea who I am, why I'm even on the ketogenic lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. That, that's, it's not necessarily the first impression kind of content. So that's why there's not that, that's why there's a separate podcast for that. Also, I, there are many times, now with the Audio Journal podcast typically gets a podcast, at least one podcast episode every single week. That I, I don't think there's been a time, I think there was one time after Free the Dream 2019 last year where I think it was like eight or nine days where I went between episodes. But technically speaking, one episode per week every week is pretty much a guarantee in the Audio Journal. There are times when there are as many as two or three or four or maybe even five episodes. There could be seven, there could be 18 episodes in a single week of the audio journal. That's a little extreme. 
I could see the potential of it happening, but it's not likely. But it, on average, there's somewhere between one to three episodes of the audio journal, typically right now in this season of my life, because I got a lot of exciting things going on, a lot of things to share, and I'm sharing those things in the audio journal. The other thing is, is that it's behind a paywall. It is $10 a month to subscribe to it. Uh, it I use the Patreon system to deliver that content, and the only people who can have access to the Audio Journal podcast are people who go over to patreon.com slash cliffravenscraft or mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. And I'm going to put link to it here. So I make sure you, by the way, if you're listening to this in a podcast app that supports URLs, you can click on the link right now inside of your app and it'll take you straight to the Patreon page for my audio journal podcast. And if you subscribe, it's $10 a month to subscribe to the audio journal. By the way, there's some testimonials there if you're concerned about the value of $10 a month. That seems ridiculous. We'll see what some other people have said about the audio journal. Uh, You think what I'm sharing here is valuable? Uh, it has nothing compared to, I think, the value of what what I put into the audio journal. So, uh, anyway, the audio journal. There's a lot. There's a lot of the things that I'm learning personally and professionally. I do bring some of the best of the best here, but the thing is, there's some things that I bring here that are, quite frankly, they are the best of the best that I I've learned. But then I sometimes continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper into those things, and I choose not to bring that to the Cliff Ravenscraft show because I don't want to talk about the power of the subconscious mind every single week. I don't want to give you a chapter-by-chapter analysis of psycho-cybernetics here. I don't want to, you know, it just doesn't make sense here. And also... I, I, again, I'm not the podcast answer man anymore, but I do know this. For a professional podcast that represents my brand, if I desire for the majority of the people who find this podcast, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, and if they, if the message here resonates with them, they haven't come to know, like, and trust me enough to say, man, I want, I want everything Cliff Ravenscraft could ever throw at me when it comes to content. I know that if they haven't reached that level, and some people never will, and that's totally fine, I know that if you're not the type of person who says, man, I want anything and everything Cliff Ravenscraft could ever put into a podcast feed, just send it all to me. If you're not there, then I know this. If I produce any more than one podcast episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show per week, the chances are you'll get behind, and the more you get behind, you'll eventually want to unsubscribe. That's that's the average person. That may or may not be you, but it is the average person. So that, my friends, is why I have the audio journal. I assure you it's worth $10 a month. Uh, go check it out, mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. Chapter 12. <laughs> Do you want to spend a day with me? I talked about this a little while ago. I, I kind of waited way too long, but I just want to let you know there is an opportunity still to spend a day with me, a whole day with me. Now, originally, I was going to do it as a one-day business mastermind. 
I have changed my mind about that. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not, it's getting so close to February, Saturday, February 29th, that I am not going to uh, investigate a place or a location that will allow me to host four, five, six people. Uh, although there are those places in San Diego, there's an app that you can use to, to find those things out. Um, what is the app? I'll just tell you the app. I'm not going to put the URL because, again, I already have uh, selected the thing here. But I'm, I'm going to tell you about an app you can find that will allow you to find uh, conference rooms that you can rent. And it's just going to take me a minute to find that app because it's called Pure Space. P-E-R, no, P-E-E-R-S-P-A-C-E. Pure Space. And if I go into peer space, I can say, hey, I want to search for a, it's like, where are you, uh, what are you planning? And I can say, I want a meeting and I want to search for San Diego and I hit search and it says, oh, you, I got to put a date and time. So I can do the Saturday, the 29th at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. apply and I can see right now there are no listings available for uh, February 29th because it's too close. So for example, if I go into this app and choose, let's just say Friday the 27th, um, I don't see any meeting places either. Anyway, it's getting too close and, and I'm not going to uh, do this. And I, I, you know, I had somebody say, Cliff, you sh probably shouldn't announce on your podcast that nobody took you up on that author, uh, offer. It doesn't embarrass me that nobody took me up on my offer of $5,000 per person for a one-day business mastermind. Uh, it, it is it, it would require for those who are coming to social media marketing world, uh, it would require that they would potentially change their flight because they've already bought their ticket, they're already changed, they've already got their hotel, they've already got all their airline tickets, all that stuff to social media marketing world, and they would have to come in two days earlier, change their flight, add two more nights to the hotel. I mean, it, and I just announced it just, what, two weeks ago, which is very short time and changing flights that close could be a whole lot. So there's a lot of reasons why people haven't done it. Here's what I can tell you. It has nothing to do with the value that I offer, the people who would want to work with me, or or the value of a one-day business mastermind, anything of that nature, because I've done one-day business masterminds in the past. I've had plenty of people show up to those events, and I have the testimonials. So I'm not embarrassed by the fact that I had uh, reached out to you guys previously with a little uh, little notification, say, hey, I'm available for a one-day business mastermind for X number of people. Nobody showed up or nobody reached out. Perfectly fine with me. Currently, I have a day on, I'm still, my flight, I'm flying first class to San Diego on Friday, uh, February 28th in eight days from now. And I have all day to myself on the 29th. However, what I will tell you is that I would still love, at, at this point, the, the offer has changed. I will not do more than one person. I would love the opportunity to spend the day with one person if anybody's interested. So here's, here's who I can tell you would be a great fit for this. If there's some area of your life where you want to reinvent yourself, where you feel like there's something different that I'm supposed to be doing in this world, and I just don't know how to transform this area of my life. I want to transform my health and fitness. Uh, I want to transform my relationships. I want to transform my career, what I'm pursuing. And 
if, if you have been watching my journey over the years and you say, Cliff, man, I just love how you've been able to, to reinvent yourself from insurance to the podcast answer man. And then, man, what you've done from podcast answer man and shutting all that down and now making a great living from uh, doing uh, mindset related coaching and consulting, where all of a sudden, you know, I, I've been watching you and I've heard your journey of how you used to have what we call hunting and gathering income. I had to go out and hunt and gather every time I had a podcasting A to Z course and I had to work around the clock half of the year to serve those students and every time that course was over, I had no clients and no income so I had to go and hunt and gather more. To where you are today, Cliff, we are, you got over 20K a month coming into your business. You have almost no overhead whatsoever. I have no staff and I have I have a Next Level Mastermind AM group and a Next Level Mastermind PM group and currently two one-on-one coaching clients and I'm bringing in well over $20,000 a month of recurring income. And also, if you haven't heard, and you would know this if you listen to the audio journal, I'm also at a place where I facilitate those two meetings. I actually meet between meetings with most everyone in the Next Level Mastermind who are existing clients of mine. I meet with them throughout the week, and I also have two to three calls with potential future clients every single week, and all of that is done on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I have created my life in such a way that I never have a scheduled call on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, which has now allowed me to live the life that I've dreamed up for my wife and I for us to go every three months, once a quarter, to go away for a four-day weekend together. We have date weekends, which I've talked about previously. Or is it something that's coming up? I can't remember what episodes you've gotten already. But anyway, uh, let's see here. Hypnotherapy, that was 630. Yeah, I talked about that already in 634, date weekends. So you've already got that. Anyway, if, if you'd like to learn, just tap into me for an entire day from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., an entire eight hours spent with me. And if you want, my favorite place to go, San Diego Zoo. I'd love to just walk around the San Diego Zoo with you, assuming it's going to be not raining that day. And we could just hang out for eight hours at the zoo and and just talk about whatever you want. But we'll have eight hours together, you and me talking about anything and everything you want, strategizing whatever transformation you want in your life. If that would be of value to you, I'm still offering it for $5,000. Now, the idea was that I would do $5,000 per person up to six, you know, up to a total of five individuals, myself as a sixth person, you know, could have been a pretty wildly profitable day for me. Uh, Didn't have any takers, not a big deal, no worries whatsoever. I'm not looking to, the thing is, I'm looking to fill this day with one person, and if I generate an extra $5,000 that day, awesome. If I don't, I don't need the money. I'm perfectly fine where I am. Uh, I, However, what I will say is that this is limited to only one person. It is also a drastically lower price than what other people have paid for one day with me here in the Next Level Studio. I've done this several times in the past. It was $7,500. It's no longer that. I charge $15,000 for anybody who wants to come into the Next Level Studio now and spend an entire eight-hour day with me, plus dinner. By the way, we'll have dinner that night as well. Um, So it's not just eight hours. 
But anyway, the thing is, is it's $15,000 and you have to come to Northern Kentucky. There's not a San Diego Zoo for us to hang out here. Uh, So this is a very big discount on what other people have paid and have absolutely loved uh, from their experience of a full one-on-one day with me. If you're interested in this, what I want you to do is email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Now, again, this is, what chapter is this in the uh the podcast episode here. This is chapter 12. There should be a link on your screen and I'm going to attempt to put a link that is the mail to link. So if you click it, if it works, it should open up your mail app on your on your mobile device and it should automatically prefill Cliff Ravenscraft and the subject line should say day with Cliff or day with Cliff in San Diego or something like that. And then just send me an email that says, Cliff, I'm interested in your day with Cliff in, on Saturday, what is the date? Saturday, February 29th. Um, Again, I know this is last minute. That's nine days from today. It's not required that you come to Social Media Marketing World. If you have no intentions to come to Social Media Marketing World, no big deal whatsoever. You can fly in on Friday the 28th um, and, 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 that, and just be ready the next morning and we'll hang out. You could fly in on Saturday the 29th if you want. I'll pick you up from the airport. Um, whatever you want to do, but we'll spend the entire day together on Saturday, February 29th. If you are the first person to take me up on this offer, um, yeah, just email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. All right, now we are on chapter 13, and it is a completely different topic here. It is the problems with pre-recording content. (laughs) Just a little side note here. So I had already recorded episodes 636 through 638. I recorded these several weeks ago, and they were scheduled that I had already recorded them. I'd already processed the recordings. Uh, If there was any editing to be done, I had already edited them. I had already exported them as MP3 files, uploaded them to my Libsyn Media host, and I even scheduled them for release in the future, Friday mornings at 1 a.m. Eastern Time. And I was good all the way through March 6th. Now, the great news is that, thankfully, I stopped mentioning podcast episode numbers in content that I know I'm not going to release this week. So if I get to that place and I know... uh, Now, this episode, I've mentioned episode 636 many times here because I know for a fact I'm releasing this podcast episode at 1 a.m. tomorrow morning or, you know, I'm going to schedule this to go out at 1 a.m. tomorrow, Friday, February 21st. So you guys will get this. Uh, This will, in fact, be episode 636. Now, the future episodes, what used to be episode 636, 637, and 638, the next three episodes, thankfully, I never once mentioned in those episodes what the episode's numbers were. I learned my lesson about that in the past. So if you're gonna pre-record content in the future, I would encourage you inside of the content, do not refer to the episode number in the content itself, just in case you wanna do at some point what I've done here, which is to inject a timely 
piece of content. Now, it's not necessarily timely that I, ha- I, I mean, I could have waited until episode 639 to share with you all of this stuff about chapters in a podcast, right? So I could have done all of this and then scheduled this for March 13th. However, I also wanted to include a current recommendation for the audio journal, which I talked about in, you know, way back in, what chapter was that? That was chapter 11. I also wanted to give an updated call to action on spending a day with me in San Diego. Now, I could have just done a, a, a one-off little bonus promo episode like I did previously for the San Diego thing, which I'm gonna go and re- move out of the feed. Uh, so if you don't have, if you've been subscribed to the Cliff Ravenscraft show and you have no idea what I'm talking about and you don't, you haven't heard about anything from a San Diego trip, you know what? No, I'll just leave it there. I, I will leave it there. Anyway, because it would still work. I, I'm just gonna leave it there for posterity's sake. However, I wanted to just go ahead and include a full episode where the call to action to spend a day with me is just included as a part of the episode. So, man, that means I need to go in and take what was 636 and now make that 637. And what was 638 is going to be six, or 637 was going to be 638. What was going to be 638 is now 639. And I had to change the dates and so that those will be on each subsequent following Friday. Ah, craziness. Now, the thing is, is that's really not all that terrible. I use WordPress and I still do things the way that I used to teach in podcasting A to Z. Real simple process. The only thing is, though, those files have already been uploaded to Libsyn. And I don't think there's a way for you to go into Libsyn and actually change the raw uh, episode name the uh, or the file name inside it. I could delete them and re-upload them, but those already went against my upload counts for previous months, and I didn't want to do that. So here's what I will tell you, and, and this is all geeky stuff, but you know, you don't have to listen to this part. This is ch- this is chapter 13, the problems with pre-recorded content or pre-recording your content ahead of time. If you didn't want to listen to this, you don't have to listen to this chapter, right? That's one of the benefits of this chapter stuff. So Anyway, what will happen is for those who may download this in different ways than seeing it in your app, I'm not going to change the file names. Now, my local versions of what was 636 through 638 is now 637 through 639 in the versions that I keep for myself inside of Dropbox. I keep an archived copy of my own versions of these MP3 files. And so I've updated the file names on them but I'm not updating the file names of those episodes on Libsyn. So if you were to go and download the actual MP3 files from Libsyn, those are gonna say TCRS 636, 637, and 638, even though they're the following episode beyond that number. Ah, if that didn't make sense to you, that's not a big deal. None of this really matters. It's just something that is a part of being a perfectionist and things that I don't like about pre-recording content. But again, at least I knew not to record the or mention the episode numbers in the episodes themselves. That's the big thing. I'm excited about that. Um, but now this is episode 636, and in any podcast app, it should just show you that those episodes are 
sequential in order, just like the way that they should be. It's just that the file names themselves contain uh, the wrong file numbers, or file name, or yeah, episode numbers. However, what I what it's got me to thinking about if I'm going to pre-record content in the future, here's what I think that I will do. I will edit my podcast episodes like I normally do. I once I get the MP3 file, I'll still for my local purposes, I'll it'll be TCRS 639 uh, or actually let's just say 640 because that will be the next episode I record. When I get around to doing episode number 640, what I'll do is I'll create a ver- I'll, I will create that file and save it as just the title of the episode.mp3. And I will upload that to Libsyn. So there will be no episode number on that. The only thing is, is in Libsyn, if you wanted to sort by episode name, which I was, uh, have always been able to do by time. Anyway, none of that matters because I don't look at stats. So it doesn't matter to me. I'll just upload the file without the name or without the without the TCRS episode number in the file name. I'll upload that, and then when I put it in Dropbox, I'll put this TCRS640 hyphen in front of the episode name on the MP3. Then again, I don't know that I really care that those are really all that match. This is the kind of stuff that sometimes goes through my head. These, By the way, what I'm sharing here in chapter 13, this is more what I just shared with you here in chapter 13 should have been in the audio journal, not in the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Anyway. Guys, thank you so much. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset and surround.